But did you know also that you share a birthday with Jeffrey Dahmer? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's because I have an insatiable hunger. Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everybody. I'm Jackie Agnew. And I'm Johnny DeVito. We have a very special episode for you this week. Not in content, just because I'm selfish and it's my birthday. Happy birthday. Aww, thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah, we treat this like a job, so wouldn't it be nice to take the day off, you know? But, <laughs> but nope. We're very serious about this. We don't take yeah. ourselves very seriously, but... Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring you a record. I wanted to do something that uh, diving into the album that I was going to pick mm-hmm. it seemed like it was just going to take a lot more work. Yeah, right? yeah, it's going to be a bit heavier, definitely a bit more complex. Stay tuned. I mean, for yeah, a we'll later do it episode in a, in a few weeks, I'm sure. But the sun is shining. I'm having fun, mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted to bring you a record that I love. Yeah. So today we are talking about the first album from one of the greatest bands in canada well, i'm not even gonna say punk band one of the greatest bands in canada in mm-hmm. my opinion for my money this is the flatliners first album destroy to create ladies yes. and gentlemen this album came out in 2005 around a very strange time in my life we'll mm-hmm. talk about that maybe a little bit later yeah. if we get into it <laughs> who knows um it's just the fastest funnest album i think that you can have right so yeah. the sun is shining we're gonna do another ska record ladies and gentlemen yeah so buckle up <laughs> get into it yeah how did you yeah. get into it i mean i played I, this band for you quite a bit yeah right? yeah i'm familiar with the band and um i'm sure that you've probably played songs from this album for me quite a bit and like i've heard i've listened to later records of theirs which is quite different yes very and you could you could you could see some serious growth yeah, um, yeah, you know, in, yeah. In this band. Um, but yeah, this is the first time I've listened to this album all the way through, um, and I I really liked it. Like I said, it's so fast, and I really had to like really concentrate the first listen to just like read along to the lyrics. But it was like speed reading because he goes through them so fast. Well, it was funny when you'd mentioned that uh, you, you know when we're diving into records or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you, you should definitely get a taste for for what's in the lyric sheet mm-hmm. and, and a whole feel for the album and i had to giggle a little bit to myself when you're like i just can't follow these li-. like it's <laughs> so fast it's so fast you can't look away from the page if you do then you miss like a whole verse i recommend just listening to it for like maybe 10 years going to a couple shows <laughs> and stuff like that you know you kind of get yeah. a little bit of an i mean yeah. i don't know right i i really have like this bank of knowledge for lyrics in my yeah. head for whatever reason but when mm-hmm. it comes to like this style of music yeah. i don't even you turn it off like every i agree with all the sentiments <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean everything that yeah, is in there yeah yeah um you know is is is, is yeah. kind of follows my belief structure and everything mm-hmm. so i'm cool and i you could just like press play and let this one take you for a ride yeah i mean it's not one that you can really sing along to the whole time you i can't. mean like yeah <laughs> i certainly cannot <laughs> i have and i still do i actually did all day today it, it, it really got me through my yeah. the, the work day today let yeah. me tell you but yeah no i i loved it i was dancing around to it all all day today it was there's fun. something yeah. about ska and the sun shining yeah you know that 
really just like invokes happiness. If you're mm-hmm. the kind of person that can't hear some delightful ska, mind you, this is very fast and very, you know, yeah. very ha- heavier on the heavier side of that. Yeah. But for me, there's like Operation Ivy, mm-hmm. the Suicide Machines, and like the Flatliners. Yeah. Really like, um, there's a million other bands that fall into that category, but for like, um, there's three ska albums on a desert island that I would take, and this mm-hmm. one is one of them, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, which I think says a lot about some 16-year-old kids in um, Ontario mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that made this record awesome. in 2005, which is pretty cool that it, it still holds up today. Yeah. I will say, if you're not someone who listens to ska, like, I... I really liked this record, but I don't know if I would have if, like, this was, like, like three years ago. And yeah, if I we didn't do like the show and we didn't have our friendship. And yeah, like all exactly. This stuff. If yeah, I yeah. hadn't, like, heard your your music for the last however many years, yeah. I probably it would have been a, a, a bit of a different experience. But it's a great record. I, I liked it. There were a couple songs made their way on onto playlists. Yes. <laughs> you know what's cool is, like, the, the, the band has grown so much mm-hmm. over time. And, like, yeah. I mean, we... We spoke on a different episode about um, they have an album called uh, Division of Spoils, mm-hmm. which is like B-sides and um, unreleased stuff and a lot of covers. Yeah. And so they have like Johnny Cash cover, and a Tragically Hip cover. And mm-hmm. when you're listening to that kind of stuff, it was funny because you were familiar with it. Yeah. So when I kind of threw a, an audible like two days ago <laughs> and went, fuck. Two like, days ago, do- last night. Was it last night? <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry, I, I rage drank fifteen <laughs> yeah. beers last night and I kind of forgot where my head was at. But yeah, I um, <laughs> I really wanted something that uh, was like you know obviously not so in depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the album that we were going to look at is Deltron Thirty Thirty. So for anybody that's, I mean, definitely keep an eye out for that episode that's coming yeah, up. We but, will be doing it, but it's one it's that um, I didn't do the homework mm. enough so that when it you know, when it kind of uh, came time to talk about that album there was a lot that's going to go into it that mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I, I should, I should definitely brush up on. Yeah. So when I was thinking about what can I do and I'm like the day before mm-hmm. something that I love, something that, you know what I mean? I could talk in depth about with very little research. Yeah. It's this, it's this album, the, yeah. this band specifically, but um, this album is something that when it came out in 2005, I was 15 years old and uh, wasn't listening to punk rock. I've mm-hmm. kind of found a, I, like a different group of friends and um you know uh, i was dating a girl at the time and we weren't um nobody was really listening to like punk rock or whatever right yeah. so like the you know the, the silly hair or whatever that i had like a year but you know it was just a year had passed mm-hmm. and everything had kind of changed in my friend group mm-hmm. and i was starting to listen to different music right and i didn't find this album yeah until i left town and i went to college and i was kind of sp- I knew something was missing, especially mm-hmm. musically in my life. And I knew that, like, go back to your roots, like, listen to punk rock. But there was something in the back of my head going, like, shit, like, I'm not just going to go back and listen to the same albums that I grew up on, right? I'm definitely going to. Like, No Effects, Bad Religion, Pennywise, you know what I mean? Like, your big, you know, your big three, big five or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then all the subsequent bands that, um, that kind of go with them was great. But I knew that I needed something new. Yeah. Or I just wanted something to kind of spark the, uh, something for me to go really dive deep back into something that, you know, I mean, I grew up loving as a child, right? Probably took three years off. It was in a really weird place. And then for whatever reason, when I found Fred's Got Slacks, <laughs> I believe it's the first or second the song second, story on yeah, this album. Yeah. And if you go to Spotify, it's their number one uh, played song oh, yeah? on Spotify. Yeah. Nice. Cause it's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's much great. fun. It's so <laughs> fast. Um, and then you kind of track the progression of this band. Um, yeah. The Great Awake is the next album. And, 
I would be just as comfortable doing an episode on that mm -hmm. with zero research as well. It's so goddamn good. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, even growing a little bit more, going into Cavalcade, going, you know, um, as they've progressed, even to where they're at now is such a, um, it's such a night and day kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. This album was released on Stomp Records in 2005, re-released on Fat Records. So if you're a punk band, um, getting on like Epitaph or like a Fat Records or something like that is going to open you up to a huge, like built-in audience, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because NoFX is going to tour with right. the new bands that are on their label and stuff like that. So it's unbelievable the mm. opportunity that they had and what they did. Cause now, I mean, I mean, for kids to come in at that, at that age, probably they were one of the first bands too, that I saw that these were guys that were my age mm -hmm. that were fucking destroying it on the highest level. Right. And you know, to watch them grow as a band to their latest album, they've left fat records and they're, you know, like actually growing and doing their own thing. Right. Which is, pretty amazing so i like think completely different genre of music i yeah from yeah. from breakneck um fast-paced punk ska punk or whatever mm -hmm. to where they're at now yeah. um it's pretty incredible yeah and i'm not gonna be a dick because i'm 31 now <laughs> i'm not gonna sit there going like fuck i wish yeah there was a when, when donald trump had when everybody was remaking the make america great again hats yeah there were so many stupid things that came out, but somebody made a hat that said, make the flatliner ska again. <laughs> and I support that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's funny to listen to the band talk about it because like if they were musically going for a sound yeah. and like, you know, like some little regular little ska riff kind of mm -hmm. lent itself to that song and they would do it, but mm -hmm. they're so, you know, kind of past that. So yeah, you kind of have to go and what you have now is yeah. just uh, like a time capsule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something really cool that you're probably not going to get again. But mm -hmm. it was like the impetus to, you know, what is like a decade now of Flatliners music and countless shows that I've been mm -hmm. to and just like cool interactions, friends I've made. And, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. very, very important band. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. think in the in the canon of of, of Canadian punk rock um, mm -hmm. and like, um, you know, this genre of punk rock in general. Yeah, and can Canadian music in general, we love we love some can con. We love some can, <laughs> can Canadian content. Oh, can yeah, can con. <laughs> we love can con. I don't know, I don't um, know if you know that this is also can con. Yeah, this this right here. We're oh making can shit! Con. Do you think this is gonna hold up like the Flatliners album? I think so. Fuck yeah, How it will. Could it not? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, so I mean, I don't know. We can wax poetic and and yeah. and I could go on or whatever, but I think let's um. Let's chop it up a little bit here. Do you have any? Do you have any? Um, any ideas? Kind of break up this episode, and then I will just I will I will, I will put the flatliners back <laughs> into it as okay. we proceed. Well, yeah, no, we can we can sort of uh, play it play it fast and loose here. That's but, uh, it's my birthday, Jackie. My my brother's coming over but, in an hour. Let's we're, we're gonna have some fun. But yeah, speaking of it, it being your your birthday, mm. I have some. <laughs> first of all, happy birthday again! Mm. I'm so excited that we get to do this on your birthday very excited yeah i honestly I, don't want to be anywhere else in the world right now me like, neither I, I don't really care yeah i'm so i'm so happy that you were born and that oh, we met yeah and i'm i'm grateful every day for your friendship and um yeah so on this day Let's 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 dive into history a bit. I don't know anything <laughs> about May twenty first except for um, the Notorious B.I.G. was also born. Yeah, I figured you'd know that. Yeah, one. that's the only one. Uh, Mr. Yeah. T. as well. You know what's funny is that I share a birthday with Dr. Dre. Interesting. Yeah. Is this rap beef now? <laughs> yeah. 
fuck him yeah. east versus west maybe who knows <laughs> I, well you know trade trade i really made his way out of out, out of that whole beef i think yeah. uh one of the weirdest things when i was listening to a tupac record when i was a kid years after the deaths and everything like that i don't know what's mm-hmm. going on but um i think was it staring at the world through my rear view or to live and die in la i think is a tupac song where it's california at the very end you hear tupac just like under his breath like california love part two without gay ass dre and you're like whoa <laughs> what happened Jesus. here yeah i didn't have the internet to know but i was like oh something happened between these two releases yeah. where <laughs> But did you know also that you share a birthday with Jeffrey Dahmer? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's because I have an insatiable hunger, right? Like, and I've always thought that. You've always related. I've always Dahmer. related. Yeah, you can't, you can't really see me out and about if I'm not, like, snacking on, you know, kind of salty pork products. Anything mm-hmm. that I could assume would be relatable to human meats. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also, oh. Mr. T. Yeah, fuck yeah. And also Al Franken. Who's Al Franken? Uh, he he wrote for SNL and he later became a politician. Oh, he shout out to Al Franken. He was a comedian turned uh, politician. Do we like him? Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, usually yeah. when anybody turns politician, he was, he kind of like an asshole. He got caught up in the Me Too movement, but his whole thing was <laughs> like, but no, it wasn't, I mean, my opinion was that it wasn't, it was literally a photo of him with like a girl that was, he was sitting on a couch it was like clearly like a writer's room type situation yeah. and the girl was like sleeping beside him and he was like pretending to like grab her boob or something like that and that photo came out right when no contact you two inches off a titty i don't i like i don't remember the photo that clearly but i remember everyone being like what i remember some people being like cancel al franken because yeah. he was like he's in politics and and I think he actually stepped. If down you're a jerk, but seat. if you're a former comedian, can you stay exactly. two inches hovering over a titty and it still the be time, funny? At he was working in comedy. He wasn't in politics, and he didn't do anything. But he sort of got caught up, and it was at the time when they, it was sort of like an Aziz Ansari type situation, uh, where it's yeah. like it got everyone was canceling everyone every time a name got got brought up. It was yep. automatically. When now looking back, it's like what well, they didn't do anything. Poor Aziz, like you they, get not consensual. They didn't do anything, yeah, you get like, like a consensual. Um, you know y- a yes for like some hair hair pulling and a little fish hooking like who doesn't like to get fish it was hooked? like uh, aziz i mean yeah we don't have to go deep into this but no aziz we're not going was to like was like <laughs> kind of creepy on a date and then once he sensed his date was uncomfortable he called her an uber i thought he was pulling hair and fish hooking no he was oh. like she, well, then what the fuck well, uh, i don't know about i know he definitely i don't remember the details i'm we not gonna go into any it, of this stuff let's, but let's, i know let's yeah yeah google it anyways Punch um, it in your Google. But also on this day in 1932, Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly nonstop alone across the Atlantic. Now, allegedly, I you, mean, a man like no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like know any of these theories that like Amelia Earhart didn't actually die and that she carried on living in like remote islands? That's a like. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked because mm-hmm. you know that I'm fascinated yeah. by people faking their deaths. Yes. And for Amelia Earhart, I've always looked in a Tupac sense mm-hmm. um, because Amelia Earhart was, from what I understand, a very, I mean, a young lady, but a very mm-hmm. gifted pilot mm-hmm. and became kind of like, um, you know, famous in her own right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you are just trying to be the best at 
what you do and then fame kind of clouds that mm -hmm. some people like i mean if you if you want to be famous mm -hmm. and like live like that you got to be a fucking nutball right like there is can't be anything good i mean up to a, like a certain level of recognizability i'm sure would be fantastic we would love free drinks at, at local establishments if that if that's on the table absolutely but the idea of like um like beatles level fame right like yeah. where you know like tupac can't go to a yeah, you know to, to yeah. a fucking wherever right yeah. and so i mean imagine in the 30s um fame wasn't like a thing like it was in the 90s or even like it is now oh my god any asshole with no a youtube like show youtube show yeah. could be famous now um the in the 30s they couldn't follow them around flashing their cameras they would have had to fucking set up and be like exactly. okay can you stay still for a few seconds totally right yeah. <laughs> and to stay still for a few seconds yeah. like some people can do that but amelia Earhart cannot she, stay yeah. still i mean she is probably <laughs> flying at you know in excess of 50 knots yeah. 60 knots i don't know I how don't fast know. planes go i don't um, know if, do planes go in knots yes nautical and air um oh. air travel or they're both measured in knots for whatever reason okay i think I that, that like i mean they, there could be like a like a translation or whatever mm -hmm. but when you're watching ufo videos they're gotcha. always saying like so and so traveling at, at so and so knots so i'm gotcha. assuming that, okay. that that's the case but so amelia Earhart crashes in what i believe to be the bermuda bermuda triangle i don't I don't. I really don't know the specifics of her oh, disappearance. Well, from what I All understand, I know is that she she disappeared. Yeah, from what I understand, people have um, found like remains, remains of the plane, but not of her. And not of her. Never. There is also a horrific story mm -hmm. of where the remains of the plane were found. Mm -hmm. A nearby island also has like one particular kind of crab okay. on it that apparently eats flesh. Oh. So there is also a theory that yeah, she, she was washed up onto shore and potentially had a very gruesome death. Unless she had like a pot and a pan, yeah. you know what I mean? Some butter, you know I, what I mean? At like that if she, point, if she, would, that point if she's mean, living off of these crabs and maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe she's yeah. just like, just hanging out doing like kind of crab boils and fish bakes every day and stuff yeah. like that. And if that's the, that's, the truth that i want yeah you know to believe i remember this was years ago now but seeing on like some i don't know where on the internet this was but it was like some photograph that was like i guess became a point of speculation that was on like some island some remote island close to where she crashed and like the photo I'm not going to remember this right, but it basically was it like Fire Island. There was like Jaw Rule and like she's like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, in the in the medical tent. She's got an old ass coconut yeah. bikini on, like girl. <laughs> but it was like uh, it was around the time that she disappeared, and the photo showed like uh, it was like a plane in in disrepair, and there was a bunch of people, and there was a woman who looked like Amelia Earhart, and this easily could have been, like, I, I literally, I don't know where I saw this photo, it could have been doctored, but I remember well, who's reading, there like, with a, a fucking, thing. with a photo, with, with you know, with, exactly. with the capabilities to take that photograph Yeah, in, like, I wish 30s. that I had, look, I just remembered this when I was on my way here, I wish I had thought of it earlier, so I could have looked it up and tried to find it again. Yeah. Well, this is but an yeah. Amelia Earhart's episode, but still, like, fascinating <laughs> shit. You yeah. Know I, mean? I think it's, like, cool, Anybody that um, like fakes their own death successfully mm -hmm. and gets away with it is cool. Did you hear about the guy in Florida who like faked his death for like 25 years what? and then um, to avoid um, a police investigation or something? He was 
uh, okay. thinking that he was coming under. So he, he pops his head up after 25 years of faking his own death, and he realized the police were never looking for this guy. <laughs> and that sounds like a dumb joke, but it's like, it's true. No this one actually cared. Just, yeah, this happened in Florida. <laughs> I believe the news came out like about like two like maybe a month ago or something. It's fucking fascinating. Yeah. But the life of a person trying to find those who have faked their own deaths yeah. are fascinating. Yeah. Even more to me because they called those persons skip tracers. Oh. And so like if you're a skip tracer, then you'll like anybody that's like um like escaped um from prisons mm-hmm. or um is is evading the law by. I think like means that are above and beyond local law enforcement's ability to um, search and hunt for these people, it's kind of gone out to like pri- more private investigators and they call themselves skip tracers, mm-hmm. which is cool because like in the 30s, you could think of like a guy looking for Amelia Earhart and his name was Skip Tracer. <laughs> That's fucking I rad, like that. right? That's really cool. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's, he's like, looks like Dick Tracy and he yeah. says like this, saying like, tracer. yeah, right? Skip Tracer yeah. is just fucking cool to me. I like it. Um, so like, I'm more fascinated by the lore around the idea yeah. of faking one's own death. Yeah. Like same. for me, like, I don't know. I got, too many people that love me and kind of like looking out for me and shit like that. I can't just like fake my own death oh and then like God, go to like no. dinner at my dad's on Sunday. And yeah, be like exactly. Fucking sh- keep this on the low, guys. Faking your own death is a huge commitment because you're basically you're killing yourself, but then you have to keep living. Like to everyone else, you're you're dead, and they have to deal with that. But you have to keep living with it and have to try and like what the fuck is the the point at that point i wouldn't want to live that life well that's why the life of a skip tracer is so fascinating because it's a monotonous um job where you just have to keep on it every day because you're banking on the fact that um humanity still exists in this person yeah right so like you couldn't be trying to evade the law trying to evade um whatever even if it was like a, i believe this is these people have even been used by like um you know criminal networks in some cases mm-hmm. or whatever to find people that are running away from you know the mob or something like that or whatever right like it's uh, when a private investigator is hired to find somebody you know they're, they're going to do it right so there's so many fascinating stories yeah. of people getting found but the story of the skip tracers day-to-day hunt for this person is not very exciting right like if it was Mm. a movie you'd be a fucking bummer because like you're just sitting there you're trying to check for you know um you're you're looking for bank activity credit cards to pop up a phone call to your mother you know what i mean things like like that that always get somebody caught because you're you're banking on the fact that that you're still human and whether you're faking your own death regardless of what the circumstances around that faking of the death you're you're still going to pot yeah you still want to you know god forbid your mother's alive or something like you Mm -hmm. know what i mean right at some point you're still you're you're still faking your own death that means you want to keep living and at a certain point if you still have loved ones then you're gonna want to check in on them for sure if you're if you have any like any morality, any, you know, humanity left mm-hmm. in you, you're going to want to fucking check up on your loved ones. Thus is the, uh, is the problem because mm-hmm. every time, like I've just, when I've approached like all of my family and my friends and have been <laughs> like, guys, <laughs> we charter a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We all got debt. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? You know yeah. what I mean? Right. You're going to wake up and yeah. slave 40 hours of your week away for mm-hmm. some asshole that you can barely pay, you know, the interest on the debt never mind the fucking principle of the thing like we yeah. are in this for life yeah unless <laughs> you know right like we all get like uh 
we leave, we take pictures of the boat yeah. with no lifeboats on it, right? And yeah. then we put some fucking lifeboats on it right before we take off, mm-hmm. sink that motherfucker, go to Amelia Earhart Island where yeah. there's like a bunch of crabs and shit like that that we could eat. And yeah. then we're like chilling, listening to ska music every day. That'd be pretty sweet. Hard sell though for yeah. my entire, you know, group of friends and family. Yeah, it'd be, so, it'd be hard to get everyone yeah. on board. Because then all, every person there have their own groups of friends and family. They're like, well, what about them? Yeah, and the, the and island just, just isn't that. it sort of gets out of control. I don't have enough butter. The island isn't yeah. big enough, right? There's enough crab there. But like yeah. at, at some point, if you're just eating crab without butter, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. even the point of living at that point? Yeah. So, you know, it's been tough for me. But I also don't have a good enough reason to fake my own death. I'm just mm-hmm. fascinated by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to write a book on it. Like, when I'm, like, you know, yeah. fucking 40 or something, then, it, yeah, it's, it's coming close, guys. Get ready for Johnny in long form. Yeah. And start, uh, start spitting these yarns into, yeah. <laughs> into something that'll pay. Yeah, well, once the money's rolling in, then we can really branch out and start. Absolutely, yeah. I have no I have no plans of writing anything, uh, yeah. anything more than, I don't know, a script <laughs> or whatever the fuck. I'm just trying to write mm-hmm. jokes as it is. But the... The prospect of letting everybody know that um, I oh shit this mm-hmm. is a fucking another cool uh, yeah is because like a celebration of life yeah right like that's what today is today yes. ladies and gentlemen yes. is Johnny DeVito's celebration of life yes you know because like you only celebrate life after somebody fucking dies yeah stupid you should celebrate your life every day a hundred percent every right? day is precious you only have this one life to live life is uh has it's a roller coaster but it's beautiful and you you got this one life and you should find a way to honor it every day even if you're feeling shitty whether it be ordering yourself a pizza however you're gonna do it celebrate life every day fuck yeah and, and actually you know what i mean to uh, not to stray too far off a topic here but the pandemic's been hard for everybody but i think what's been overlooked is like the like detriment to society that's happened through um you know drug use mm-hmm. mental health uh, like the the amount of people that i know that have lost their lives to covid is zero and mm-hmm. the amount of people that have lost their lives during this time to, due to other things yeah you know kind of like as a result to this yeah to this whole lockdown everything has been um kind of detrimental so mm-hmm. anybody out there show me talk to your friends if yeah. you're upset maybe fucking like reach out to us who, who, yeah. Who, yeah like we're everybody life's for the living so celebrate life i think that's yeah. that, that's huge um but on the other side of that it would be cool to like huckleberry finn your own funeral uh-huh you know what i mean like yeah. just a <laughs> that's a scene in the simpsons and i don't know if that's actually in the book <laughs> i never read, i don't know i've never read uh but i don't know i think maybe i had to read it in elementary school but, but i don't really remember the particulars except for like <laughs> yeah except for one hard end yeah, except for excessive use of <laughs> yeah the yeah mark twain we're looking yeah. at you you comedic genius fucking racist um but <laughs> I just like the term. If you could huckleberry, huckleberry Finn your own funeral, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then I would probably fake my death like 
I don't know, once every couple of years, and I would come yeah. back and to the point where I'd be like the like the boy who cried wolf about my own death. Yeah. So I'd fake my death so many times just so that I could be at the party. Yeah. Until yeah. like the time that I actually died, everybody's <laughs> like, "Fuck, we've been to fourteen funerals for yeah. Johnny right now." Like, I mean, I come on. I don't even wanna. I don't even. Yeah. Wanna. So like that would. How be... many times can I can I put myself through this? Which is pretty <laughs> fucked up, yeah. Because like I I mean after after like the third or fourth time, they're gonna stop crying. Like you you've been over it. Yeah, right? yeah. You've relived this. If this you've cried at my funeral three times thank you like shout yeah. out to you like i mean <laughs> call me more like we should hang out more if we're, if we're that close so. i only cry once at funerals because nobody's ever had like such an elaborate mm. plan yeah. you know to evade um i don't know police the law the mob whatever or mm. just even other people sometimes i just get too much right oh, God, yeah. like so sometimes Often. i just like to turn it off but that being said i also like to turn it on again so you can't really mm -hmm. fake your death and come back and come back yeah oh unless you like i guess in a in a way like uh like i'm jesus in a way yeah yeah that's what i was gonna okay, say okay perfect yeah. i was thinking about i mean I, i've always felt that way but you know it's not up to me to say yeah i was gonna say when because there'll there'll be days where i like just like don't feel like like talking to people and so then i just like won't you know Re reply obviously like i'll i'll reply to like you and like my, my sure. family and stuff but for the most part yeah, i feel like i don't feel like i'm not answering my messages today yeah. and in a way doing that is like is like micro faking your death for a day because you're like i'm not reachable today i am dead to you for this day <laughs> I've, i'm totally into it i mean a little like you're not really going through you're not as doing much it, as but like it's tupac same, is but it's currently. like the same yeah obviously tupac is is the king of it imagine but. tupac faking his own death before google and then like you're still like a little bit of narcissism in you yeah, so like tupac just like one. gets fed because he just like googles his name every day <laughs> just to see the mentions <laughs> yeah. it's like dude you're tupac we're mentioning you a lot yeah. but speaking of speaking of death though this is kind of on topic yeah what's up so this day in 2019, Washington became the first state to legalize human composting as an alternative to cremation or burial. So basically, you, you bury the body covered in natural materials that encourage composting. And then over the course of three to six weeks, the body breaks down. And then they give the soil to the family. And the family, <laughs> and the family Sorry, does what they want with the soil. I'm super into it until it gets right. up. I'm still into it, but yeah. it's something infinitely funny. I wouldn't funny. want the soil. <laughs> to like plant plant your garden like oh wow your tomatoes are are great this season like what did you do well i, I, mean, this is, <laughs> I used greg in my yeah. soil <laughs> do you remember cousin greg <laughs> that is fucking wild i am so for it i yeah. think i love like the pods that you yeah. could like grow a tree or whatever yeah, so like it's yeah. the same fucking thing only like that's a more of a like a localized mm -hmm. nutrient source for that one tree yeah whereas like if you just like fucking chop me up and put me in the ground, then mm -hmm. it's like it's all good. Wait, like, how long to like to bone decomposition it said go into that? Three to six weeks, you get the soil. Wow. I'm here for it because I don't. It feels be... mushy at that point. Like it, it seems like it could still be like a little chunk of cheek in there or something. I don't know. You get... I guess it breaks down, but you're gonna you're putting you get things teeth and shit in, in it there that too? like encourage that. I don't really know oh, from what wow. I from what I read. It's like you're Holy buried because you know some some now is like the mushroom suit where like the mushrooms will decompose you. They bury the body in a mushroom suit. 
which I'm here for. Because like Fuck I don't yeah. wanna psilocybin mushrooms? That would be, be sick. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want if it was like a loved one and like the the mushrooms were grown from them, I feel like that would trip me out a bit. Have you ever much. seen the movie How High? No. Oh, Jackie, it's required viewing <laughs> if we're going to be doing the show. Together. How High is a fantastic film mm-hmm. um, starring Method Man and Red Man. Uh-huh. And the beginning of the film starts off with um, with Method Man. Um, his friend tragically passes away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he grinds, grinds up them, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit graphic or whatever, but at the, you know, I mean, what what happens is he ends up growing his friend Ivory. You know what I mean? He's grown a lot of weed. But this one particular plant or whatever is, you know, is ivory, right? Yeah. So ivory was saying, like, man, you can't be growing all this weed and shit all the time. He's yeah. like a botanist and shit, you know, too, right? Like, you kind of really cool, you know, opening character setup or whatever for Method Man. And, uh, you know, his friend's coming there to buy weed and he's looking around his place going, man, you're too talented for this shit, man. You got to do something else, blah, 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 right? Ivory goes on to get killed. Method Man grows, you know, this weed mm-hmm. and uh, listens to what he says, right? So he's going to go, you know back to college or whatever, back to school, you know, get his, like, GED, right? Where he meets Red Man in the parking lot, who's also having trouble with his mom, also has to go get his GED, right? And they mm-hmm. smoke this blunt together. You got weed? You got blunt? <laughs> Man, my name's Jamal. It's fantastic. Anyway, okay. so when they smoke it, Ivory appears as a ghost behind them, and he gives them all the answers for the tests. Oh. Fucking great movie. Okay. Anybody fucking with, like, I mean, okay. yeah, get on board. How high? Yeah. You know. And if you don't, you better know. Um, but so if that was the case for mushrooms, mm-hmm. that would be fucking wild, it right? Like be. if I died and gave you like my whole like six feet of John body and a mm-hmm. fucking in a tailored ass mushroom suit, three piece, <laughs> you know what I'm assuming, right? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Some wingtips and shit, course. right? Like yeah. fly as fuck. Yeah. Um, and I'm in there, fedora on, and you get mm-hmm. the magic mushrooms that spawn from me. Yeah would be sweet but unless what version of me you're getting yeah right like if you had like a lethargic like just want to get baked me (laughs) if you got like a trip on a mushroom to school for an adventure me or imagine like if it was just like Mm -hmm. me drunk as fuck just like rapping at you (laughs) like i just not with you not anything like i'm in like a battle yeah right like (laughs) battle rap mode where i just come back in time and I just spit hot fire in your face while you're tripping. Uh, for oh, that. Well, I feel like at that point, I would be happy with any version of you. If, oh. you, would, like, if, you, if you were gone, I would, I would be fine with you rapping in my face. That would be the, sick. You just get fucked yeah. up on mushrooms and Johnny comes back and he's dead in the middle of little, little, little. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? Do we ha- does it always have to be pun? And I'm like, yeah, it always has to be a big pun. <laughs> we're getting far off the trail of ska punk here, but I... Yeah. I'm for it, mm-hmm. and if I would be more inclined to do the mushrooms because then you could technically grow into like a mycelial network, yeah, you know that spans I, far, like and, I, far and vast, I rather than just like a tree that's gonna be like chopped down by some fucking guy that doesn't want it in his front yard in ten years. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm so on board with this that I think, like, I'm I'm assuming by the time in like you know 10 20 years from now this is probably going to be something that people just it's going to be one of the the options sure and like my whole life i've always wanted i've i've always said cremation i don't want to be my body to be buried that's weird to me I, i i think the idea of my body being in like a a box in the ground is weird and so I've always just wanted my body to be gone once I'm once yeah. I'm dead. Yeah, fuck yeah. And so if it's between getting cremated and and or 
composting into the ground and helping other life then giving fuck back yeah. to the land that gave yeah. you kind of like you know what i mean yeah. there's something um there's, something, why would I there's choose, something poetic about yeah it. why I, would i choose getting it. incinerated over over actually you know helping the, yeah. the earth i'm i if you would have asked me five minutes ago i might have given you a different answer mm-hmm. but where i'm at now like yeah, fuck it. I just don't. I don't want it to be my decision, right? Like once I leave this body. But you don't want it to be their decision either, because that's a whole thing. When people die, they have to. Their loved ones have to make so many decisions. You just want it to be. Want to make it easy for them. I want whatever's going to put more food on my family's table. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? So if you want to, uh, if they, I, I will only do the compost if like. A guy named Dale shows up with a <laughs> shovel and like a shitty F one fifty pickup, <laughs> and like I'm like just in a tarp, kind of just yeah. like a pile of dirt. Like, where do you want him? Yeah. <laughs> and he just like spreads the topsoil over it. That's fucking yeah. cool. And I will I would only love take it. That. Yeah, I'd only take it if that's the opportunity. Yeah. And then you see like a jawbone and kind of like, oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. You love to talk. And then instead of like getting buried next to your loved ones, you could be in like your soil could be like the same garden as them that is adorable and poetic <laughs> uh, i yeah i'm into it i'm, I'm super into it yeah. i fuck yeah washington did that washington in 2019 in 2019 shout out to washington i don't know if any other states have done it since then i assume probably because i've heard about this before because of shit right like what's the difference at the end of the fucking day right yeah and did you know the number one song on the day you were born was vogue by madonna <laughs> fucking right as it should be do you know me do you fucking know anything about me and tell me why it wouldn't have been Vogue by Madonna? I'm a classy bitch. Yeah. And I'm a sassy gal. You know what I mean? And when mm-hmm. I get out there, like when I do my thing on the catwalk. Yes, right? you do. Like, I mean, yeah. so I'm out there strutting my stuff regardless yeah. of what's going on in my personal life, your personal life, mm-hmm. Jesus's personal life. It doesn't matter because Johnny's out there making that shit work. It's true. So fucking obviously yeah (laughs) do you have when you were a kid was your birthday like a big deal to you to me no but to my mom it still is my mother called me today Mm -hmm. with the most adorable like hey john you're my special little baby and i only be 31 years old but my mom's a little baby right i'm the youngest and stuff and she yeah she's like that and she's uh taking care of my grandmother right now who's going through um, Mm -hmm. some serious health bouts and she hands the phone off to my grandmother my grandmother's like you're working and you're a man on a job site happy birthday she was so fucking to the point and awesome about it and my mom was just like you know so it's like yeah it's adorable and Mm. and i love it so um yeah nice i'm I'm a mama's little baby nice what was the question (laughs) if your birthday was a big deal to you so sorry no my birthday like it wasn't (laughs) it it was cool because like i knew that i was gonna get like a little party or whatever like my friends are gonna come over and eat some cake and shit like that but um, like I didn't count down the days to it. Like I did yeah. Christmas. Like I think Christmas was a bigger one. Yeah, for I think reason. yeah, especially for kids, birthdays are bigger for the parents. Cause even like when I look back, my birthday, like it was definitely like a big deal as a kid, and I've always have like gotten into it because like I just I'm 
I love attention. Yeah, and yeah, so you're a festive like the, person the day too, right? That, like, 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 the, I, yeah, yeah, you like everything that goes around the celebration. Yeah, too. and the day there's one day when it's all about me, like that's the best day. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I might just <laughs> yeah. be saying that just to sound cool or something like that. Like, I sure. wish that I didn't feel that way, but I, but I do. Like I love it. But, uh, yeah, but I don't really remember a lot of my birthday parties as a kid. It's definitely, yeah, yeah parents definitely get more into we it. My parents were excited about your birthday today. Your parents were very <laughs> excited about my birthday today, which was rad. <laughs> shout out to Jules and shout out to Tim. Um, they both sent me messages, basically both telling me to tell you to buy me booze. <laughs> which I was going to do anyway. Which you did. Things. Yeah, there's more yeah. liquor in my fridge than I to do with but. Um, no, but it was, it, it was really cool. I think my my mom just gets so into that kind of stuff that yeah, you can't... Yeah. I can't extinguish the stoke, right? Yeah. Like, when you fucking stoke extinguisher just coming yeah. through in here and, 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 and being a dick about it. I, I do love the attention. Mm-hmm. And all that, but I think I just dug, like, to like the party more. Yeah, yeah. You know, than anything, right? Like, I think um, mm-hmm. any opportunity to get, like, all my friends in the same place and to like to pick and choose you yeah. know what i mean like kind of which ones yeah, like could be nice there or whatever just, yeah being able to just be with who you want to be and yeah but yeah. we have these cool things too like mcdonald's used to make pizza yes back in the day you know Fuck what i'm saying yes i remember yeah. the day i found we found out that mcdonald's because uh we used to go my my aunt had a has a pool uh one of like our only growing up on the island we had my my aunt and uncle and we had my my grandpa and step grandma my aunt and uncle had a pool and so in the summer we'd go over over there all the time with my me and my brothers and we'd always stop at mcdonald's on the way and i always got pizza and i remember the day that my mom went in and came back and was like they don't make pizza anymore and i was like well why the fuck are we at mcdonald's <laughs> the pizza Anyways, like sorry, I, I never remember the pizza being like that great like it was, it was, it, was it served its thing it was, it was just the only thing that i liked at mcdonald's because i've never sure. liked meat really they oh yeah that's fucked up yeah but i mean like a cheese pizza from mcdonald's was banging right yeah, like it was really yeah, good was. and they also had like um like a like a play zone kind of mm-hmm. set up there and then it went to like like the nintendo 64 area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like before the like the playstations and nintendos came into mcdonald's is just like the the ball pit or, or whatever right so i remember having those birthday parties there i was super stoked about mm-hmm. and then there was one that kind of comes to mind where it was at an aquatic center oh yeah yes yeah, so oh, like we did swimming a lot of pool parties like that. Yeah, so yeah the pool party that, yeah. that was really rad yeah um and uh on my 13th birthday i had a my leg was broken and a friend of mine gave me acid and i think i've told that story on <laughs> so like, yeah there's been some pretty cool birthday experiences but i think like after yeah after i turned 13 i was like not checking for punk rock anymore. And then the fucking yeah. Flatliners put out Destroy to Create in yes. 2005. Yeah. The same year, the Lawrence Arms put out Oh Calcutta. Okay. And two of my favorite fucking albums mm-hmm. I'm of all time, basically. Um, I was just like too cool for school or something and not like just listening. Yeah. But maybe I was just bored with a genre of music that, you know, I, I just needed like six more months before it was just going to kick a hole, stop a mud hole in that ass, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's nice. pretty cool. Well, getting back to the to the record then oh, a little cool. bit. Can I pee? Yeah, of course. Oh, it's my birthday. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're back after a little cleanup. <laughs> yeah, we're we are back. 
<laughs> you know, you can grow older, but you can't really grow up. I feel like, well, you can if you choose to. I'm a clumsy fella, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Uh, boo. Egg well, on my that face. was the perfect mixture because it was you being clumsy and like oblivious, and it was me seeing what was what was going to happen, but not saying anything about it. Watch me as like, I fall, Jackie. Yeah. Watch me as I fall. No, that's super cool. It was super cool that. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna do that. Today is a day of joyous. Yes. It's occasion. Yeah. I'm not gonna turn on you for comedic effect. No, I wasn't. I didn't think. In my, I like looking back. I noticed it at the edge, but I didn't think. Oh, that's gonna fall. I should tell him to move it. Looking back, I'm like. I definitely noticed it on the edge. Why didn't I think that's going to fall? I well, should tell him to move it. The viewers know. Yeah. Right? They'll see it all. They'll see it all play out. And I'm not a victim here. <laughs> no, but Glass is the only victim. I feel still like I should fake my own death. Well, I don't know about that. Just to maybe get over the hump here. Okay, okay, yeah. Just for like a little bit. Yeah, and I could pop my head up like Florida Man and like nobody cares. Yeah, pop your head out, out of the mushroom suit. Oh, fuck. I'm so into the mushroom <laughs> suit. I love that idea. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, okay, let's, let's, let, let's uh, keep it going. Let's touch on this album briefly. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Yeah, so like uh the it's called destroy to create as we've said and so i guess we wanted to talk a bit about the this idea of sort of destroying a, a version of who you are to create a a better a better version or like sort of leaving something behind even though like it's painful or whatever you don't want to but in order to be better or even looking back at times in your life when you're going through, like you're going through it and it's really hard, but then you look back and you realize you had to do that in order to get better. And uh, That's why I committed all those crimes, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> do you, I don't, like I feel like life is just like a constant process of doing that, but do you, th yeah, do you have like, I don't know, time, or do you think that you have to, in order to grow, you have to, destroy like a, a version of who you once were i don't know if it's a version but like yeah. in the like in the in the reptilian sense of like shedding your skin yeah, to grow yeah. a little bit then then absolutely mm -hmm. personally i i did have to destroy a lot of stuff like um growing up in the area that i did and being kind of uh just like an attention whore mm -hmm. it didn't really matter where that attention was coming from or whether yeah. Yeah. um what i was doing to get that attention was negative or positive and stuff like yeah. you know so like thinking about a lot of that and you know being like the loud kid in class or on the job site or wherever that was just saying like the most outlandish shit mm -hmm. just to get like a rise out of somebody yeah. and then deciding that you know to take like comedy seriously and then to you know do your best to make a to make a crack at it then you're just even in this in in that sense of performance there's mm -hmm. gonna be a lot of stuff that you're gonna have to shed from behind that was like easy totally. to go to yeah. um and so you could like really grow as not somebody that's just like a funny person but like grow as a comedian and something that you know i'm i look at every day mm -hmm. you know to to keep getting better and go but just in the in the in the base lowest fucking form of it i definitely did because the like the just the area that i kind of came out there was so much toxic bullshit 
that came with that that i needed to realize that some of that is okay you know mm -hmm. what i mean some of that is kind of like necessary for for like growth in the in the sense of like i i'm a trial by fire kind of person unfortunately mm -hmm. like i kind of like learned the hard way yeah and um hopefully that's going to change like now with a little bit of uh you know with a little bit of perspective and i can kind of guide myself a little bit better but yeah there was a lot of times when i did some pretty outrageous shit mm -hmm. um and then now where i'm looking at like it's like a doorway right like that stupid fucking cliche but or maybe it's not even i don't know i just thought it was interesting when i heard it like that 30s is like a doorway where you're kind of looking back at like the path of carnage that was behind me mm -hmm. and like you know there, there's beautiful points in there and that's my life right yeah. so there's everything that happened made me into the person i am today and so like am i giving any of that up you know to continue on because now my only goal is just to like survive you know what I mean? So anybody that had me in your like death pool this year, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we used to have that yeah. <laughs> we, with a group of friends of mine or whatever. Yeah. And I was a shoe in for a few years, <laughs> you know what I mean? To actually, mm -hmm. you know, to be the one that goes and like, it's a really morbid fucked up thing that, you know, that yeah. we did for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that I'm looking at it, like it's, it's paramount to like who I am, you know what I mean? And my mm -hmm. sense of humor, Yeah, of course. you know, but yeah. And, in the short of it to grow you do have to you know or i did anyway mm -hmm. i mean i think i'm going to turn the question on you because like do you have like a past that you had to was there anything specifically in your past that you had to say oh no we're not doing that anymore we're going to go into a better direction yeah yeah there's a couple times i mean like way back in uh when i was like a teenager around like i would say in middle school like grade grade seven eight uh until like grade until probably university i was mean like i was not i i was so you're a mean um, girl jackie like i i wouldn't say i was a mean girl but i was i would def could definitely be very mean spirited um because i uh, because i wanted attention and because i i didn't know i mean there obviously everyone goes through shit and I didn't know how to process anything at that point. And sure. that's how I, I guess lashed out, um, with things that were going on in my life. And, um, and so just to, to feel, to feel like I had some sort of like power or control. Uh, and that's also like how I would, well, I've seen you just be a hard bitch. Yeah. And I still, <laughs> I definitely still have that side to me. I, but then there was a certain point, that's her, but you also see me be a fucking dummy too, right? So I think yeah, like, and like obviously, yeah, that is sort of part of who I am. I can be a real asshole sometimes if I if I'm not checking myself, and yeah. if I'm not like if I'm if I'm not in my um, you know my my routine, I do all these fucking things every day to be a fucking good person. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I fucking I I exercise, I meditate, I do yoga, all these things to just try and be center yeah, yeah and yeah, try yeah. and be good and try and be the yeah. best version of myself but sometimes that uh, you don't you know sometimes i'm you're a fucking at a job where i work 12 hours a day and i and i can't do those things and mm -hmm. then i sort of slip back into oh i could see i yeah. will i mean that it, during that job for you particularly mm -hmm. i could definitely see like when the slip happens um you're very conscious about mm -hmm. what's happening and you kind of 
like you know that the the sea is kind of pulling you out there mm-hmm. and you can kind of sit into it whereas my depression kind of hits me in the face a little bit yeah. like where i'm like why am i feeling like this all of a sudden it's like yeah. well because you rage drank 15 beers last night like you yeah. fucking animal you might be sad <laughs> yeah about yeah. something right where i don't i'm not as like self-aware of that do you think that that's if that's hard you know for you to to see that you're going down no, or is well, it easier for you to pull back up? Well, I think it's better now, especially like over this last year. I mean, everyone's gone through shit this last year. Fuck I mean, yeah. in the world collectively, but in my life, obviously, I've uh, there's been a lot of change. And so I felt I have felt that this year too where I've just um and I've like been doing it for a while, but to a greater extent these last few months where I get i'm so into being being mindful and being aware of when the tide is turning and know when it's happening and so even when sometimes i'll snap and like i'll you know i'll whatever i'll just be an asshole for like even just like a second like when somebody we we were in class at film school somebody brought up disparaging comments towards one adam sandler yeah, I got very defensive. We <laughs> love Adam Sandler on I this show. I idolize Adam Sandler. He's if and if you know anything about comedy, then you know Adam Sandler is a fucking genius. And if like you do your due diligence and you don't just watch the fucking Jack and Jill, like that's not fucking Adam Sandler. That's what he gets paid to do. If you know anything about what you're talking about and you're talking about fucking Adam Sandler, then you know he's a fucking comedy god. He's a genius and he's a fantastic fucking person. And so if people it's a it's a sore spot ladies and gentlemen <laughs> this was this doesn't even fucking touch the tip of the iceberg <laughs> for the heat that this poor individual <laughs> suffered in the middle of class yeah yeah it was but but you don't <laughs> but in my defense it was comedy class and i clearly knew what i was talking about and this person did not that's true and my delivery was not good but like it needed to be said because I was right. Yes, but it was it was cool for me as a friend to see that because like that was just kind of when like our friendship was sparking and I knew immediately that I was like if Jackie has your back, this bitch is gonna ride or die. Like it doesn't matter who's saying what at what time of the like you derail you derailed an entire fucking class for 15 <laughs> minutes to tell this individual to go fuck themselves and it was it's still it's still just a point of like great joy for me in my life which is a great memory that i have but it's <laughs> fucked up because i sit there and i think about w- how you felt during that whole thing and it was rage yeah like your face was red there's fire coming out of your fucking eyes well, <laughs> just because somebody right. said so silly just as somebody did so something so, so silly as to critique Maybe the last seven or eight Adam Sandler films, which haven't been that great. But it wasn't the critique of the set. It was they turned it into the critique of him as a whole. They That's were just true. saying Adam Sandler isn't funny was basically the point. Yeah, as like, if like you've never listened to Stan you. and Judy's Kid or as if yeah. they're all going to laugh. As if you've, you, never, as if you've never seen him on yeah. SNL. Like this guy is, a, you've never, his latest stand-up special. But uh, but I do get those, and it was funny, my, my dad and my younger brother, used to always joke that i get rage blackouts because that and that is sort of how it feels because in the moment 
I'll just, you know, I'll say all this shit. But then as soon as it's over, I feel so bad about it. Uh, and even that time, like I waited after class to apologize to this person and stuff. Like I felt so bad. Sometimes you blow that load and you come back to your senses and you're like, <laughs> why am I on a rooftop right yeah. now? <laughs> like, what are all these dead bodies doing here? Yeah. You know, like, so yeah. I, I get it and I, I, I love it. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's always, it's cool for me to see. Yeah. But to answer your initial question, I do think it's better. I for me it's better to be sort of aware of when that's sort of turning and I think I'm getting better at catching it before I go off yeah or I can feel it building up inside of me and then I sort of have these tools to sort of calm myself down put it into perspective realize that I'm creating this story in my head yeah. that I am react I'm reacting to my own perception of what is happening I'm not reacting to the situation I'm reacting to what's going on up here and so and yeah and it's usually pretty uh (laughs) pretty aggressive fuck you (laughs) (laughs) which is great because um i i I could take a few deep breaths and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. i'm the tall guy that has a big mouth at the bar for a lot of Mm -hmm. times so i have to talk my way out of getting the shit kicked out of me all the time right so i'm always at like well not all the time anymore obviously but there there was a long time that Oh, this guy's not getting the jokes. And then to the point where, oh, this might actually, you know, ruin my fucking night here mm-hmm. because some dork over here just can't have a laugh with the rest of us. But um, so I'm constantly doing damage control mm. to kind of avoid that thing. And yeah. I don't know if it's just uh, there, there, there's something there. Maybe like I'm like over six foot tall and a man. So like <laughs> I'm going to get punched in the face at this point. Yeah. Here. Where well, you were, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe there, is there, is, do you think there's something that, or, or is it just rage uncontrollable for, um, uh, for anybody that's kind of speaking anything adversarial about something that you, that, that you love and that you hold dear, right? Because really you wouldn't go to bat for Hitler like that, right? But like you would <laughs> go to bat for somebody that, you know what I mean? That, yeah. uh, for, for Adam Sandler. For Adam Sandler, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I really don't know what it is because it's just certain things, I guess, just set me off. And it's like, I'm not really one, I don't start fights. Like that's not who I am. But then sometimes when I feel like I need to say something, I can't not Yeah, then say fuck it. them. That's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah. What we're learning on this show is Jackie's more punk rock than Johnny. <laughs> 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 but then, cool. the, and like that shit is like, I mean, that, like incidents like that, it's like, I, I feel bad because I don't want to make people feel shitty and I don't want to be a bitch. And like, I don't like making people feel bad. And so that sucks. But then but when they're when, being like, shitty, it feels, gotta feel good. In the moment, it feels real good. <laughs> Especially when I know I'm right, <laughs> which is always. It's, yeah, so, it's funny. I, I don't. So, I go to I go to you for my news. <laughs> yeah, but then like the the, so that's one thing. But then the reason why I try so hard, especially lately, I'm trying so hard to get a a hold on that side of myself is because more often than not, I'll snap on people who like I love and who I care about. Even if it's just like a second, I'll like, you know, say something, Yeah. The, even just the tone of my voice and then immediately be like, why the fuck? Like I, that's the shit that I feel really bad about. And then yeah, I don't want to yeah. do, yeah. like, I don't want to be that person to the people that I, that I care about because that's not what I, I don't mean what I'm saying when I'm say when I'm saying it in those moments, you know. Well, no, you fucking do, but oh. you d- but you it's it's the but delivery, I, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Like the the content can be perfect, but the delivery, you know, yeah. could have used a little like sugar. You, you're 
but at the same time too like it's not up to you to you know spoon feed everybody something or like lay a pillow down you know when somebody's about to hit their ass on the floor because you know what i mean some people got to learn too right i do love that i get to see you go off and it's always over like things like you know discussing the the merits of adam Sandler's comedy <laughs> you know um which is cool like i yeah. i i hold my i dig my feet in the dirt for yeah. the things that i care about and um and i can see that you do too right i think there's something cool there, there's something yeah. cool there so like yeah. keep keep yelling at, at dummies well yeah i'll keep yelling at dummies i just don't want to be a bitch to like you or like anyone oh, we're cool. anyone else i'm you know, fucking super big fan of adam sandler i watched happy well, gilmore yeah, like a yeah, couple yeah, weeks ago <laughs> awesome. yeah but yeah so i think um i don't know if that necessarily i don't know if i would say destroying a past version of myself but definitely trying to change yeah being conscious of the growth and, and stuff yeah sure because that energy has to go somewhere. I'm just trying to figure out how to make it to not come out and... You got to do what ways. I do yeah. and go to a Flatliner show. <laughs> scream your fucking lungs out yeah. to like lightning fast lyrics that you only know half of. Let's yeah. get serious, right? Yeah. But then you could be like Cobalt and some kid be having way too much fun. He swings his head back and like mm-hmm. my nose breaks and I go into like the bathroom and my it's like bleeding profusely and i don't know how to stop it mm-hmm. so i just like fire like two snot rockets into the sink of the bar yeah. and it stopped bleeding wow. i was like wow that was crazy and then i'm like about to walk out back into the pit and there's a dude in the bathroom there that's like what the fuck and i went huh and i just looked and i was like oh yeah there's i'm covered in blood like oh my God. totally not cool sometimes i just get too into it you know what yeah, i mean right yeah, so like yeah. i wash i don't i'm not gonna say i broke my nose but like it hurts mm-hmm. when i touch it still yeah and that was like three years ago <laughs> like, it doesn't it doesn't look oh no my shit is cool yeah no my yeah. shit's straight so i'm, yeah. I'm it's, it's whatever but um yeah i don't know they, they, that that need for um, for you to blow off that steam, I yeah. think like you could find at a punk rock show. It's it's it's, it's, well, the, yeah. it's the Garden State like screaming into the void scene or whatever. You yeah, know, there, there's something yeah. that's like really. Uh, and I think it's probably also. I mean, especially like this last year, it's been hard to sort of blow off steam because there's not much to do. And like I've definitely mm-hmm. like ever since I was, my parents fucking lied about my age when I was like two to get me into swimming lessons because they were like, this bitch needs to fucking get this energy out. Sure. And so from age two. Let's throw her in a body of water. Yeah. And then there's, <laughs> fuck, my dad has, I, I should get him to find this for you because it's hilarious. My dad has this footage of me in a swimming lesson when I was like two or whatever. And he, the video starts and it's like my, my swimming class and they're all you know, in a group learning how to tread water and all yeah. that stuff. And then my dad slowly pans over and there's me with the pool noodles pretending to be a fucking elephant blowing, <laughs> blowing yeah, water out dude, of the hell noodle yeah. Like everyone. the beginning of the Lion King when they like pan it through. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. But for, so from like age two until like 18, I was doing tons of shit. Whenever I wasn't at Mostly school. Mostly blowing I water was, through a pool. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I wasn't at school, I was doing some sort of physical activity because I always had like so much energy I need to get out. My parents 
could not stand being around me if I did not do some. Well, sort I would of say that you're like activity. half artist, half athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that, in that sense, that's pretty fucking cool. Did you like? You live next to the fucking ocean, so you just never mm. went to swim like in the in the. Oh ocean? yeah, we swim in the ocean all the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. I never. I grew up swimming in the river, so it was like under, like undertoes and currents and stuff like that they were kind of gnarly but um i can't remember if my parents were ever like you know push me out to you know to specifically drain off the energy yeah rather than um this is what you're supposed to be doing yeah like i mean stop get off the fucking nintendo and go play basketball you're six feet tall it like truly wasn't an option for me to not do these like i could like they they would not allow it (laughs) And I mean, I'm sure if I like really made, they probably would have, but like it wasn't in what I felt at that age is that it was not an option for me not to, you know, be in swimming and skating and three types of dance and field hockey and all of these things. It was not an option not to do it. Yeah. And selling crack and selling crack. It's pretty fucking wild. I mean, you you gotta, you gotta make a healthy buck. Well, at the, at the same time, what else is going to pay for all of these? Right. How you you have three different kinds of dance. That's three different kinds of Nikes, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Like the the, the shit adds up. It does. Right. Which which is pretty incredible that you've managed to like sustain, you know, such a healthy appetite for sport and (laughs) a drug empire. I mean, mean? it's all about balance. Life is about the balance. And that's what I like to. Yeah. Yeah. I still have my drug empire, you know, the the sports have fallen off the rails a little bit, but you have to choose a lane at some point. And uh, I'm good at what I do. As a drug user, I'm glad you chose that lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Like, I mean, we're friends and stuff like that. But, like, had you been, like, running track the whole time, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say that we might not be as good of friends. Right. Had you not been selling crack this whole time. Right. Right? So, I'm um, just just another just another shout out to friendship. Yeah. I think and crack. Well, mostly crack. <laughs> this show is basically about our love for crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well and i think that because uh, i think now like i still exercise a lot but it's not like i'm doing like all of these different sports and shit but um and i think where that energy went was comedy and stand-up and so yeah. i think when things like shut down for real for real in november here was yeah. when and that sort of coincided when uh, a, a lot of shit was happening in my life. And so that's when I really started to yeah, fuck, we lose both my mind. Yeah. Spirals during that, yeah. <laughs> during that time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if... Uh, and we will see on, on Tuesday, at the day after this is posted, we will... There's an announcement uh, for the the reopening plan for Fuck DC. Off, really? So we'll oh, see. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. I'm going to hold my tongue until Tuesday. So we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully. Very cool. Yeah. But yeah. uh but uh, Montreal is going to be reopened when when we're there. Oh, so that's very exciting. That. I'm so fuck happy I'm about that. that. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, and presumably travel will be all all good to go too. We'll both have our first first dose i'm getting my first dose the day this comes out i'm getting my first dose of the vaccine Fuck yeah. i'm so excited nice. no i'm getting mine on the first mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it i'm not gonna make any bill gates jokes yeah because except for i want to get my vaccine and i'm gonna be like <laughs> i don't know I, it, it needs to go somewhere that like Bill Gates is just trying to get pussy on the side <laughs> and like as a billionaire yeah 
<laughs> it depends on his relation depends on his relationship with his wife right yeah because like as soon as melinda has started like talking the world doesn't like bill gates as it is right now you know which is, which is it's kinda weird interesting. because he has his like public opinion has re- definitely taken a dip on him the last few months whereas before i think public it was the one billionaire that people liked yes but i mean like all good things it must come to an end Nothing because Melinda stay. Gates is sitting at the fucking Pony desk boy. of CNN going, I will fucking send you pictures like Epstein and all this crazy shit or whatever, which is like, duh. Mm-hmm. Like if you, I don't know, how smart do you have to be or how rich do you have to be until we forget that you're like a human being and like a man, like we like Tiger Woods doesn't like to fuck. <laughs> are you gonna tell me that one of the greatest yeah. athletes in that field of all time yeah doesn't like to bang out waitresses at a tgi fridays mm-hmm. are you telling me that bill gates the richest man on earth doesn't have like a uh, an attractive young woman working at microsoft that he's trying to like you know have sex with to like you know use yeah. pa- i'm saying that it doesn't surprise me i'm not saying that it's right yeah but i'm saying that like this revelation isn't it's, fucking yeah. anything to me that is um it's not surprising, that is out of the ordinary but i guess he was sort of branded as like this nice like nerdy guy that's sort of like and especially like he had bill the, gates the, the only thing you only think that bill gates is a nice guy is because the gates have been chained up and you don't know what the fuck is going on behind that thing because yeah um, yeah, yeah no i guarantee well there you. was this there was a netflix there was that Netflix documentary series, but as I'm saying it, the only thing that I remember about this series was that we watched it when I was in the UK with uh, visiting my brother and his girlfriend, and me and Kelly got in a big fight <laughs> for the whole documentary, and Gwyn and their roommate just had to listen to me and my brother arguing for the whole documentary so i remember like the first like 10 minutes of it and i got a good impression of bill gates from it. oh you weren't arguing about <laughs> bill gates during this argument we were arguing about it started i forget we were talking about like conspiracy theories and flat earthers and then like good anti-vaxxers oh, and even like better people it was it was that was like the it I'm not going to go into the the minutia of it, but I will say it ended with Kelly admitting I was right. As they should. So that's the point of the story. Sometimes <laughs> it's easier just to concede. <laughs> Let but her get yeah. a win because you're not going to fucking hear the end of this. <laughs> but yeah, as, as I started talking about that, I realized that I only watched like the first 10 minutes of the of that documentary before we started fighting. Oh, good stuff. See, I don't <laughs> fucking know one way or the other. I'm just not surprised by the world that I live in. Like, ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, the shit that I've done, you know what I mean, that has mm-hmm. hurt other people is, like, pretty shitty. Yeah. You know. Um, thankfully, I've grown as a person, and I feel like I've gotten, you know, enough forgiveness as, as, I'm, <laughs> as I'm worth or whatever, right? But, you know, like, oh, let's not go down that road again. You know, so I know what I'm capable of with, like, um, like overdraft mm-hmm. on my bank account. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. if I'm capable of some pretty gnarly shit with less than zero dollars, yeah, it's not going to surprise me yeah. that anybody with any uh, any amount above zero 
is gonna do some wilder shit. And um, if it's as soon as you get into the billions there or whatever, then like I, you just mm-hmm. you can just assume that like one Friday that I had that might be a little bit questionable that I might mm-hmm. not want to speak about. Um, like everybody has that. Yeah. Imagine what the billion dollar scale of that night is. Well, right? I, I imagine mean, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, and sort of circling it back to Can the we circle back and land this plane to, yeah to the album i guess if um in that sense if you just grow and you you know grow as a person you move on with your life and you try to be better and do better but if you don't in some way completely destroy or um, get rid of that version of who you are there's perhaps always a risk of going back if you don't completely I don't Get think there's any that. way that you could completely destroy who you were as a person. Like it yeah, informs every decision so that you make as yeah. you go further, right? So, like, um, is that young, you know, uh, Argentinian coal miner that was a child of Johnny DeVito? Like, mm-hmm. can we take that young Argentinian coal miner mm-hmm. um, and you know, and and turn him into the man that you see today? You absolutely could, but. <laughs> If I walk by, you know, a shovel in Argentina, if you think that I'm not going to mine some fucking coal, then you got another thing coming because that's just like where I'm from. And in, in, yeah, in some in sense, blood. you know, um, you know, you can you can take the kid out of trail, but you can't take the trail out of the kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, f- I'm from a small town called Trail. <laughs> 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 fucking, yeah. um, you know, that, that, that goes for for anybody living in any geographical location. But the thing is that it's like life is about like constant growth and and all that bullshit right so when i just want to party and relax you need to be conscious of where you're at in that environment Mm -hmm. and where that environment has taken you before yeah and i don't want to wake up butt naked on the floor again yeah tonight Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or tomorrow morning or whatever right like so you need to know that like oh wait a minute like i've i i it's if you destroy that person completely, then in theory, you wouldn't be able to remember the lessons that you learned to become the person that you are today. Yeah. So I think like, it's all very, it, uh, it, like it's all encompassing and shit. And I think if you're trying to run away from anything in the past, then like when it does come back, it'll come back like tenfold. At least that's my fear anyway. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, everything you do informs, uh, the person that you, that you are and the person that you grow up to be and like um the only yeah it's impossible to really destroy who who you were but the only person the only thing that's gonna cause you to go back to that is yourself and the only thing that's gonna stop you from going back to that is yourself god willing i don't know myself's a fucking moron too but But um, like yeah, yeah he's getting better yeah and uh yeah i think that's that's there's a line in one of the songs that just says like life equals pain which i don't know uh yeah because like growing is sort of painful Mm -hmm. um i just think in general too like i I definitely subscribe to that um i like the if we're gonna leave on a on a lyric i would do like the hidden song at the end of yeah this is what the hell happened to you Mm -hmm. um when I think about that, I think like when I sing that song in my head, it's a version of like it's me singing it to another version of me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? 
what the hell happened to you? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you need to be conscious of of that mm-hmm. you know the past failure so you don't fucking drown again yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's how we learn how to swim totally and uh this yeah this this fucking record helped me uh help me learn how to swim yeah swim back well. from a deep and dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think you are a beautiful person and i'm so grateful for you and uh happy birthday jackie you've made my heart sing today um on a in a, in a quarantine lockdown the second <laughs> birthday that i've spent in <laughs> lockdown this has been easily like one of the best ones check out johnny stump tongue and the mumblers <laughs> some of the coolest birthday presents i've ever been given in my life um yeah, no, just thanks for being here. Thanks for yeah, listening to the tunes and shit like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's my birthday, so we're going to mm-hmm. get fucked up. And for anybody that yes. maybe, <laughs> oh, this, this, this episode might have lulled a little bit, fuck you. Come and party afterwards <laughs> because uh, thank you so much, Jackie. I love you. And we're, I love you too. We're going to hang out. Okay? Okay. Let's get the fuck out <laughs>